Hello and welcome to the podcast, Every Moment is Sacred, where we interweave meditation and healing into everyday life. I am your host, Rain Elizabeth Stickney. Now, let us begin. Hey, my guest today is Dania Anastasia, and she is a fellow healer as well as a beautiful soul who has become a dear friend of mine. Dania is a holistic wellness practitioner, and she is specifically trained in Ayurvedic bodywork and wellness lymphatic detoxification, muscular and fascial release, mindfulness and breathwork, as well as movement practices. She is an inner landscape transformation educator. She is a sacred and spiritual ceremony facilitator, as well as a holistic graphic designer for wellness businesses. Dania has a podcast as well called We Are the Medicine. I highly recommend her show. And this conversation with Dania is a two-part episode. You get to hear part two today. We explore her guideposts to living well and enjoying a life filled with wholeness. These are the same guideposts you can find on Dania's podcast, We Are the Medicine. I love this episode so much, meaning both the episode in Dania's show, where she shares all of her guideposts, all 11 of them. (laughs) And I love this episode that I'm sharing with you today here on Every Moment is Sacred, where Dania goes through a few of the guideposts, and I mistakenly say there are only 10 of them. But if you go to Dania's show, We Are the Medicine, you will find 11 guideposts to well-being and longevity and simply living the best life possible. You can find out more about Dania by listening to her show, We Are the Medicine, and there's another show with a similar name, so be sure to listen to the one that is produced by Dania Anastasia. You can also find out more about Dania on her website, daniaanastasia.com. She also has a wonderful social media presence. So find her on your favorite platform and enjoy all she has to offer. I find this episode to be suitable for all people of all ages. If you are a young person, please check with your caring and loving adult before listening. And if you are a caregiver or a parent, a grandparent, a teacher, someone who knows that a young person in your life loves this podcast, you can give a listen and make sure it's the right content. Every Moment is Sacred 
is a podcast produced for adults, although I have heard from parents that some children enjoy these episodes, particularly the meditations, and then they get interested in the conversations. So I like to give a heads up about what I think about the content I'm sharing with you, and sometimes it works for any age ears to listen but still with supervision. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy the show. One last thought. To support this show and help others to find it, please leave your five-star rating. Share a review and send your favorite episode to a friend. It's so wonderful to spread the word of healing and meditation, mindfulness, and generosity of spirit with the world. Thank you so much for your support. I love all the wisdom you're sharing, Dania, and I'm reminded of your podcast, We Are the Medicine. And I love one of your episodes about 10 guideposts. And I'm wondering if in the 10 guideposts, if any or all of them are also useful in breaking stagnancy of pattern or low frequency emotion or feeling mind states that people want to break free of, are there things in your guideposts that are helpful here? Thank you. Yes. I do believe they are helpful in this conversation. I also, just to preface it with, they're my 10 guideposts, like everyone has their own. And the guideposts actually came to me within one of those statements in that when we start to feel uneasy in the body, when we start to experience any kind of pain or discomfort, any kind of suffering, it's come to be my understanding that that is a message from creator, from source, that we're probably not going in the direction that's best suited for us, or we're you know experiencing some something that is not beneficial for us overall. And so I liken those warning signs, those messages as like an invisible dog fence, right? And every so often there is a guidepost. You can't really see it, but it's there. And when you get close to it, it starts to conjure up these feelings of what you don't want to feel. And when you start to examine those and explore those and welcome them in, you can realize that they are guideposts that were put up for a reason by your call it your unconscious, your ego to keep you safe within this confinement, right? If we go outside those guideposts, that means vulnerability and that means uncomfortability. And oh my gosh, we need to stay within those guideposts. But the purpose of them is to show you when you're getting close, when you're getting close to breaking through a situation or a pain or an issue in your life that has been causing you discomfort and suffering, those emotions are going to get stronger and stronger and stronger the closer you get to it, to the resolution, to the other side of it. And I always encourage people to just keep going, just keep Mm -hmm. going and exploring 
where those guide, where, where those, those emotions are showing up in the body and where the pain is and what could be the opposite of that? What would I prefer to feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, and go with that kind of like rewriting, you know, your story. If you find that you're constantly complaining about your life and all the misfortunes that have come your way, imagine how it would feel if you actually flipped all of that on its other side, take all of that stuff and make it into gifts and mm-hmm. explore the, the, the gift side of all the suffering. And calling to mind the first one, my first guidepost is, is love. My whole life, up until recently, love has been this verb, this thing that we're supposed to do, this thing that we're supposed to feel around certain people. And my relationships to my past have all shown me that the love of self, the love of your own existence is not an action. It's a way that you show up for yourself in how you care for yourself, you know, through your self-care practices, through your ability to recognize that invisible guidepost and honoring the essence of your being and your choice to be here on this planet. Because everything, every, every answer to every question is love. You know, the answer, if it's not, if it's it, it, coming from a place of love is just it's so invaluable and it's so commercialized out there on the planet, you know, that I think it's really confusing for people to under, when I, I've been having this conversation with someone just the other day about being love as opposed to doing love. And mm. they quickly got out of the conversation because I think it made it, made them feel uncomfortable or they just didn't understand where I was coming from. But I mm. find that when you start to question why we're believing the way that we're believing, why we're living on autopilot as opposed to just kind of being aware and more mindful. You know, am I coming from a place of love when I'm coming into this conversation? Am I coming from a place of love when I'm out in traffic? Am I coming from a place of love when I'm about ready to go to sleep at night? And have I taken care of my inner landscape? You know, um, everything revolves around love and it's not the mushy romantic commercialized kind of love. It's the Mm -hmm. love of knowing that no matter where you are and what's happening in your life, it's all part of the divine plan. Even the crappy parts, especially the crappy parts, because that's how we grow. That's how we change. That's how we evolve. Mm -hmm. And if we're not growing and changing and evolving, we're not flowing with life because that's what, that's all life is. But one of my favorite guideposts I think is I say brush your teeth (laughs) right (laughs) and floss daily and it's kind of a just a quick little metaphor for taking care of our body temple in all the ways in my holistic practice um, as in all I think holistic practices you know we address the physical and the emotional the mental and the energetic and the spiritual aspects of of a human being because we are all that and to avoid or to dishonor or disrespect any aspect of that, or even to ignore an aspect of that, we are denying a part of our wholeness. And uh, so taking mm-hmm. care of ourselves physically, obviously, it's kind of the, the given, but we really don't think about it, especially, you know, when we're young until we hit middle age and we wonder how come this is happening now? And then if you look back on your lifestyle choices, it's kind of, 
it all really lines up as to why things are certain things are happening when they're happening, you know, cause we don't get to these, these human bodies, which I lovingly and affectionately call our meat suits. They will wear Ooh, out. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, meat. You know, meat. I was thinking meat suits. I'm sorry. And E-E-T like we're meeting like, hello, how are you? I, Cause it, oh, no. cause our, no. our body suits would help us to <laughs> shake hands, for example. But you mean meat, like the, the meat of an animal, like the flesh, the, the muscle, the meatiness of us. We wear these meat suits, meat suits. Everybody is somebody else's lunch. Right. So that's, (laughs) (laughs) it was from a child, a childhood book that um, I read, but we are, we don't, we don't get to keep them forever. Um, and that's part of the fun of it. That's part of the gloriousness of these amazing suits that we get to wear that we don't even have to think about breathing. We don't have to think about our pancreas working or our liver detoxifying the body or our colon, you know, eliminating toxins. We don't have to think about our skin breathing for us. It just happens. But so often we just, we get so caught up in this 3D world that we have and everything we can, you know, through our senses that once you start to really grasp what, well, I guess the purpose, the purpose of why we have these bodies. And it's my understanding that uh, we are all incarnations of uh, source energy of God, of the universe. And we're just a part of God experiencing life through this, this vessel. Like how amazing is that? How cool is that? The creator, like he's having the best time, right? It's having the best time. He's got 8 billion different experiences all the time, 8 billion thoughts and, you know, feelings and and situations all day, every day. And it took me a long time to see the divinity in that. It took a long time to put those pieces for me together. So brushing your teeth and taking care of what you have and not focusing on the illness or the sickness, because the more we focus on, the more we can bring back to us all comes back to our thoughts, right? So yeah, I'm a advocate of taking care of ourselves in the physical plane, on the emotional plane, our energetics, and our spiritual side. And in Ayurveda, that's, you know, there are that's what can cause an imbalance or um, a lack of homeostasis in the mm-hmm. body when we're either avoiding or full on knowing that our choices are not healthy for us, but we're going to do them anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's if we all completely wholeheartedly understood how amazing this vessel, this meat suit is for us. I could envision a, a, a whole different experience that we'd be having on the planet. I don't have my guideposts in front of me and I do not have them memorized. Do you have them written down there in front of you at all? <laughs> I do. Do you want to hear them real quick? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and, and see, read through just like the first line and uh-huh. see if it sparks yeah. anything for me to sure. keep going. So we started with love. We went into brushing teeth and then we have Okay, these these are my notes. So you're gonna have to know what I mean by these words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or not, or not. Or not. <laughs> Catch, align, laugh, favorites, be honest, breathe, authenticity, ride the wave. Yes. Okay. So 
gosh, I could probably spend an hour on each one of those. Um, yes, they're so good. It's really a wonderful list. And yeah, I love what you compiled and curated and how vulnerably you share about each one on your show. And anything you want to share about your guideposts here is welcome. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, um, it was one of those things. I was I was in a zone. I grabbed my recorder and I just started talking. And I think some of them came out because of what I find might be lacking in my own life and then things that I have learned from the experiences that I've had. Yeah, laughing. Laughing, laughter. You know, whoever said laughter is the best medicine, ugh, because it does. Like I can feel such a difference and notice the lack of laughter in my life when I do laugh. And my whole life, I have been made fun of because of my laugh, especially when I get my sisters and I together. We were dubbed the old sea hags because we cackle so loud and so long about everything. Um, We can just glance across the room at each other. And, you know, it's kind of like the church giggles, those uncontrollable belly movements that you have to literally hide your whole face when you're in church, but your shoulders keep going up and down. <laughs> um, yeah. Laughter. Like it was, wasn't too long after that or before that, that I had an experience that I was literally rolling on the floor laughing. You know, I say in the podcast, not these LOL and ROTFLMO or whatever, actually doing it. <laughs> like, and I remember during that moment of that uncontrollable, just, joyful laughter like everything was right in the world everything was right in the world it felt good it felt positive it felt brilliant it felt you know possible everything was possible and it's just it's just one of the best feelings especially when you can laugh like that with someone that is very dear to you there's just no better feeling I don't think in the whole wide world and what it does you know it ceases that cortisol drip in our heads and instigates the serotonin and the oxytocin to start flowing through our bodies. And just this, you can literally feel your body change mm-hmm. when you're in that state of laughter. So, and that is definitely one of my favorites. My favorites, that guidepost kind of came about, like I was mentioning about rewriting my, my old story in that, you know, I'm, I'm tired of just, I'm, 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 my body, my brain was sick and tired of focusing on the things that I just don't like. So why am I thinking about them? And I was in the kitchen making myself some dinner and uh, the smell of lemon zest Mm. or lime zest, even cilantro, like it puts me in such a state of hypnosis. Like, oh, I was telling someone in my podcast the other day, I was like, I could just sit and just zest limes all day long. Because the scent of that is so, it's just one of my favorite smells. Smells are really important for me. I'm a Pitta Kapha body type and Kapha's uh, the earth uh, quality of nature, of, um, of, of the element. And so smells are really time traveling options for me. Like the smell of fresh cut grass, the smell of the first snow before it hits. You can smell it in the air. Yeah. Ugh, like I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> The smell of hot terracotta after a rainstorm, mm-hmm. like it, it's like music, right? You remember the first time you ever heard that song or sometimes that person that you were with or 
whatever situation it was, it totally transports you back there. So I just, I think it's a really great practice to get into, to there's the phrase, you know, stop focusing on your complaints so much and focus on the positive. But if you really get nitty gritty and focus on the favorite things you have in your life and keep bringing them into your life, keep doing them, keep cooking with lemon zest, keep, you know, taking walks in your neighborhood when it's the in the middle of summer and people are mowing their lawns or whatever it is that brings you that sensation of rightness in the world. Um, and it can be, you know, a cat or a dog for some people, it could be traveling, whatever your favorites are, cultivate them and dismiss and honestly get rid of anything that isn't serving that purpose for you. So yeah, <laughs> there's my elaboration a little bit on some of mine, <laughs> my mm-hmm. favorites. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for bringing that forward. Where can people find your show? It is on Spotify. It's called We Are the Medicine Podcast. And I believe there are at least one other one, just not just like it, but with the same name. So look for Dania Anastasia. It's on Spotify. You can find it on Audible and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I'm excited to say that I am releasing my my eighth episode this week, and um, it's been such a fun journey for me. It's it's one of those things that until I was with the course that you and I took together, which is how we met, I hadn't even given it a second thought. Like it was never even on my radar. And even through the course, I was kind of like, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll I'll get to it. But so it's become something that I really enjoy. It's actually so much fun. And I didn't realize how easy it was going to be and how how responsive people were going to be with it. Um, it's, we've had a lot of really great response. I have people on like yourself, just having a conversation about our life stories and what we've learned along the way. And if we can impart any wisdom to our fellow. So I think that our we are the medicine that we're seeking. We are collectively the answers that we're looking for. And we find those through our experiences, through cultivating things like your favorites. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, we are the medicine podcast can pretty much anywhere a podcast is listened to. You can also, my website lists that as well as the other things that I offer, which is Dania Anastasia.com. So. Mm-hmm. And Dania is spelled D O N N I A. Yes. Yes. Anastasia.com. And I can hear some of my listeners in the audience wanting to know what course, what course were you in? And so I want to distinguish that most of my podcasting friends, I met in a podcasting course and you and some other podcasting friends I met in a business abundance course but they were taught by the same person. So there's a natural overlap there. And you and I met diving into abundance and really affirming the power and magic of cultivating what is good and enjoyable in one's life and really going for those places of beauty and infinity and eternal life, just really surrounding ourselves with what we love and what we hold dear. Yes. um, It's, it was part of the, you know, divine consciousness planning that you and I are sitting here right now. Yes, in fact, believe that. I believe that too. And I wonder if I could tell a short story about you from my sure. perspective. 
this is show. A, <laughs> this is a story about vulnerability. And I love it because mm. it's such a good example about what wonder can come from a simple act of vulnerability. And the story goes like this. You and I were in a course. We were grouped into a pod together, a small group to meet just, I think, five of us to talk about the course or whatever was going on for us in our business or abundance or what have you. And our first meeting, I got an email from you. And in the email, you weren't sure if you were going to make it to that meeting. And I didn't really know you yet, but it was such a vulnerable act for you to write to me. I still don't know why you chose me to to write to. I was delighted to hear from you. And since then, that allowed me to have a feeling of closeness with you because you were willing to say, "Eh, I don't know if I'm going to make it, which you did end up going, which was great. And we have connected more since then. But that was the moment of vulnerability that allowed me to feel something I didn't expect with you. Hmm. It's a really beautiful flip side of how I see it <laughs> or how I saw it. Right. Um, yeah, no, that's beautiful. My mom's words keep coming back to me today. You never know how you affect somebody. Most times I'll never tell you, but sometimes they share like you did. And thank you for seeing that in me. It's been a journey of trusting myself with others, with my vulnerability, and can't really say for sure why you were the one I reached out to, probably because your name was one of the ones that I remember being in the group, (laughs) or it was in the email that I saw. Anyway, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember exactly what I was feeling that evening, too. But I'm so glad that uh, you encouraged me to, to show up. Thank you for showing up in all the ways. Thank you. You're welcome. And as we wrap up, and as you consider our conversation that we have had today, is there a healing moment that either happened today or that you spoke of, something that lights up for you that's true for you in your life? There have been quite a few healing moments, I think, in my life. But the one that keeps the most recent one, I think, was a conversation that I had with my favorite uncle. Mm. We've always been able to have these types of conversations about with for the last 30 years or so. He was my mom's, is my mom's twin brother. And the last conversation that we had, it was very eye-opening and very heartfelt and healing for me because he was being, he was so incredibly vulnerable with me. He's almost 80. And I've never heard him sound the way that he sounded. And at first it kind of scared me a little bit. And this fear came up in my response, but he was able to hold such grace in the space that we were having together on the, on the telephone that it wasn't badgering me. He just kept leading me into a deeper and deeper questioning of what the, where this fear was coming from. What, why was it that that was the first thing that I had to experience with his direction of the conversation. And I realized that he, he, he's going on his own little new path right now. He has been on this path searching for answers to life, you know, and the whole universe and all that stuff, his whole life. And he's finally at a stage where he's listening to his own inner guidance to tell him as opposed to the hundreds of books that he has on his shelf and all of the teachers that he's had in his life. And I was at that pivotal moment in my life too, where 
I wasn't sure if I was being who I wanted to be as opposed to saying, oh, I kind of like that. I kind of like, maybe I can try that one on. You know, you keep trying on these different personas to see if they fit, see if they resonate with you. And none of them ever resonated. And now I, he, he helped me understand why, because I wasn't tapping into my own authenticity, my own truth, which everything overlaps and everything weaves in with each other. And I always, I had a very strict viewpoint of, well, if you're this, you can't really be this and this too. You have to like choose one Hmm. and you don't have to choose. We can all be weavers of our experiences and that of everybody else that we come in contact with and let that lead you to how you want to show up in the world. I'm reminded of wholeness. We don't have to choose because we're whole. It all belongs, all of it. And you've been such a great reminder of wholeness today, not just in this last little piece, but I've heard you sharing and speaking about wholeness and how if we avoid one part of our life, then we're not including ourselves as whole. So let's get to it. Let's be whole. Let's hold ourselves as whole because we are, we're whole beings. Yeah. And just to add to that, especially when it feels like you're not right. That's the part that starts to drag us down and fills our head with untrue stories. And if we can, that's, I mean, when I think of being whole at all points, at all moments, there's such a relief in that. It just feels whole. It feels good. It feels right. It feels everything. Indeed. Thank you so much for your beautiful podcast. I love listening to it. And I love all the variations of meditations that you do with your, with your folks. And you've been a real blessing for me to know, even though it's been just a few short months. Hopefully it will be a long, long, long time that we get to know each other. I look forward to it. Me too. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a great joy to have your presence here in this podcast. I welcome you to celebrate the joy and wisdom in your life exactly as it is. And I welcome you to feel loved, fully loved, exactly as you are. www.rainelizabeth.org Thank you.